Hey, how many credit cards are in your wallet? The only card you need is the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card, which offers rates as low as 7.24% APR. When unexpected expenses arise, you need a credit card with options, like the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card with no annual fee and no balance transfer fee. Annual percentage rates apply, member qualifications apply, but the rate is variable and it applies to Visa or Platinum Card, subject to credit approval, and subject to change. For full disclosures, visit UKFCU.org, federally insured by NCUA. Owing is a paid program on 630 WLAP. On a Monday, I was arrested. On a Tuesday, I was locked up in jail. On a Wednesday, my trial was attested. On a Thursday, nobody would go my bail. From around my shoulder Take these chains These chains from around my leg Lord, these stripes They sure don't worry me But these chains These chains gonna kill me dead Yes, sir Tom Dupree Show. This week joining us, Darsh Meshru, Philip Sexton, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree. Uh, that is from uh, an album called Into the Purple Valley by uh, Rye Cooter. And uh, came out in 1971. And it was uh, a buddy of mine at Swanee played that thing about every other day. So I got to know the album extremely well because it was uh, it was either that or Joni Mitchell <laughs> he had like three albums he played all the time he didn't like the Grateful Dead which everybody else did so, on, on that hall anyway that's uh, he Rakuter has been on lots of people's albums he's, he's not only a solo performer but he's been a very big time session man on on numerous uh people's albums that were out in california you've probably heard him a lot and he was uh buena vista social club too yeah, i think right that, that's exactly right yeah also an hour or a, a, a movie called paris texas and uh that had harry dean stanton and the lovely Nastasia Kinski, who was posed holding on to the python. All right. Um, inflation stayed high in July as the economy rebounded. <sighs> okay. They say that it's rebounded, but it's from a low base. I mean, I went to a movie last night. I went to see this movie called Stillwater with Matt Damon. I was the only person in the theater and probably one of three people in the entire complex. So this was the one out in Brandon crossing. I mean, I, I, you say the economy's really booming and I don't believe it for a minute, but you know, you can't get cars, go drive by a car, uh, these car lots right now, go, go look at the Toyota place or, or any of them. And they got like five cars on the lot. I mean, you know, how is the economy booming when you can't get inventory to make sales, which actually makes the economy boom? You, know, you walk out here in front of our office. I mean, it's it's like there isn't any, anybody out there. And now you go to a place like Nashville, it's nuts. 
Indianapolis, a lot more activity. Uh, you know, so it's it's kind of catch as catch can. Some of these smaller towns, Georgetown, tearing it up. You know, uh, every little. Um, but the, I don't know that the economy is going strong everywhere. I think it's it's definitely in certain sectors, um, and definitely not in other sectors. I mean, you look at uh, you know the movie chain, you know AMC's. You know, I mean, their earnings were out, and you know they're having a hard time getting people to come in. You know, yeah, and the movies, stock you, went nuts. I mean, that's just so divorced from reality. Yeah, what happened with with their stock? And you look at um, you know sh- streaming platforms. Um, actually, over the last quarter, as you've had some reopening, I think Netflix's uh, they were having some trouble on the growth on the streaming uh, side. Um, but you know that's coming off of massive growth from last year, um, and probably the same will hold true with like Disney on their streaming platform. Um, but you you look at movie theaters. So I mean, it's very sector specific. They were having problems before sure. COVID. You look at retail. Um, I mean, a lot of these shopping centers around around town. You know that were booming. 10 years ago, there's massive vacancies, you know, I mean, just uh, retail is, you know, has been in an apocalypse. Um, and this was kind of the death nail, but you look at things like Costco, um, Amazon, you know, the, the, the big have gotten bigger and they've gotten more profitable because of technology. Um, so I mean, the thing with Costco was for a long time, you know, they they sell at cost and they make their profit off the uh, um, membership membership. Uh uh-uh. hey. uh-uh. No, I ain't buying that. <laughs> their their prices are good, um, but uh, you know they they were ahead of the curve on the online shopping. Sure. Um, yeah, but they're marking stuff up, and, and don't don't give me that. I oh mean, yeah, 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 and charging you to shop there. Right. It's a great thing. You yeah. Know? In uh, w- one of the main fears that uh, uh, people have had is that you know prices of certain goods. Uh, have gone up quite a bit. So a lot of, uh, you know, we know lumber prices jumped up quite a lot. So certain home improvement products had become more expensive. Food prices had gone up. Um, Crude oil prices have gone up. So gasoline prices have gone up as a result. Uh, So one of the concerns has been that this is the new trend and, you know, prices are going to keep increasing. Uh, In other words, inflation uh, as measured by the consumer price index, which is a basket of goods and services, is going to start increasing. Uh, but uh, w- what this article talks about is that yes, uh, inflation is high, but it's only high when you measure it uh, from uh, uh, relative to this time last year. And when you look at inflation uh, in uh, the month of July relative to the month of June, inflation has actually dropped. Uh, So prices of goods are starting to normalize. Uh, Used car prices are slowly starting to uh, uh, decline. Uh, And uh, some of these supply bottlenecks are starting to to normalize. So uh, the main point is that, yes, inflation uh, figures seem high, but inflation is, it seems that it's fleeting because as things normalize, uh, prices are dropping. I'll give you an example. This is sort of a small slice of the economy, but I like to shoot uh, sporting clay. So shotgun shells that were number eight shot were maybe even a month, month and a half, two months ago, impossible to locate. Couldn't find them. Now what I'm hearing is everybody's got them. You know, and it looked like that would be that way for maybe a year or even longer. You know, and... I mean, I'm told, uh, somebody told me the other day, said you can't find treated fence posts. Well, I found a bunch of it this afternoon. And, you know, it's, so people say these anecdotal things 
about, oh, this is, you know, it's like a self-fulfilling thing. Anytime gasoline goes to, you know, three bucks a gallon, everybody says it's going to four. Right. And next thing you know, it's at 250 because uh, it seems to me what happens is the higher prices, especially in commodities, anything commodity related, the higher prices uh, kind of pull supply out. Everybody's cutting their timber right now, you know, that's got timber. Oh, hit the high price. Sell your house right now. You know, it's the time to sell. That always collapses on you. In my experience, right. that always fades out on you. So a commodity bubble, whether it be houses, oil, timber, food, a lot of they, you know, food may be separate because it's tied more to ag commodities, which they have their own kind of right. Uh, way of behaving yeah but ag commodities you know weather is a big factor and that's really hard to control sure uh, but other commodities uh, especially crude oil uh, you know the supply is out there it used to be where people thought we'd hit peak supply uh, and uh, then prices would just keep going up but just over the last uh, 15 years, we've seen that even more supply has come on because of technological uh, forces. Uh, so, you know, as you said, that once prices go up, uh, more supply comes on. And uh, some of these uh, things got distorted because uh, of COVID, but that seems to be normalizing also. I mean, if you have fewer cars being sold, it seems to me that you would have fewer miles being driven that that would lower the price of gasoline. Maybe not at this point. I don't know. It could, could be that the used cars are just staying in service longer, but yeah. And with gasoline, it's also, uh, the supply of crude has been curtailed, uh, by OPEC in response to COVID. And at the same time, uh, U S supply has declined because uh, shale producers are just not, uh, uh, spending on increasing production. Okay, the baby boomer's biggest financial risk, cognitive decline. Fund sellers, including Vanguard and Fidelity and brokerage firm Schwab, have developed sophisticated systems to watch for telltale signs. We've, uh, we've experienced this with uh, clients. Um, anybody who gets older knows that... Uh, these kinds of things can occur. You know, one of the things they were saying is start a hundred and count backwards. A hundred, let's see, 105. <laughs> uh, that's backwards, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now go ahead. Now this is in finance. Sometimes some of the topics that you talk about, um, people don't like to talk about, you know, one thing that, you know, that you have to address is, you know, death. Um, you have to address, you know, cognitive decline. It, it's one of those topics that people don't like to talk about, but it's a real risk that needs Huge. to be discussed and addressed, and people need to be aware of it. Without giving any names, uh, we had a client that, uh, you know, we knew had some issues. What we didn't know was that he had another account that was significant, uh, not with us. And, uh, I think it was a bank account that he could write checks on. And, um, it was a significant account and he, uh, basically was taken advantage of by people who preyed upon him and uh, essentially exhausted that account, uh, by sending them checks for, I'm not sure what, but. Large amounts of money, yeah. and, and it it was the it was just scammers um, asking for money, and you know just they found a, a, a kind-hearted man, yeah, very nice guy. He was always so sweet when we came in. When he came in here, we didn't know he had this other account, right? We would have said something if we had uh, been aware of it, right? So when when uh, the, 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 some interesting statistics first. Um, so of, give me just a minute here. It's right here. So between 
ages 57 and 75. Uh, the boomers uh, control half of the estimated 50 trillion in U.S. household financial assets, which is you know roughly 25, 26 trillion dollars. Now, that's a lot of money. This is the key part right here, though. Roughly a quarter of that, or $6.5 trillion, is invested in do-it-yourself uh, funds or the, the person is self-managing the portfolio. Now, we have uh, the, the gentleman you were talking about. Um, he was a good investor. He was uh, yeah. when he was younger. Um, and as time goes on, just as your, your physical uh, – uh, body wears down. So does your mental capacity in varying degrees. It could be in terms of concentration. It could be in terms of, uh, critical thinking. Um, we've talked on here a lot about, um, getting into a vacuum of information where you have an idea of how something is or how something should be. And what you do is uh, a lot of people reinforce that by listening to only things that reinforce that bias. Um, that's very dangerous uh, when you're talking f uh, finance. Um, and this was, this was interesting as well. Um, so the rate for mild cognitive decline and dementia rise from a combined 12% for ages 70 to 74 to 45% for those ages 80 to 84. And even a mild cognitive decline can significantly impact your, your financial capacity, your, your ability to, to do things. Now, we're, we're painting with a broad brush here, but we've seen this, and I say we, we as a firm have seen this play out in real life. So what can investors do to, to help stem this, you know, one is communication, you know, have relationships right. with, you know, if you're doing it yourself, okay, well, let your family in on it. Let them know you need to have more than one set of eyes on it. Um, obviously what we do, we are that relationship with our clients. Um, we're that intermediary that go, that go between, um, and we can serve as kind of a, uh, an intermediary between, you know, generations of a family. We can spur these discussions where, you know, somebody has done extremely well over their life, uh, saved, invested, have a good portfolio. Uh, but then there comes a time when physically, mentally, um, they're just not able to do it anymore. That's where we can step in and, you know, help on the investments. We can also bring in if the client wants us to, you know, other family members to discuss, but it's, it, it all, so much of this can be remedied by having that relationship, that other set of eyes, uh, right. accountability. I think that, uh, people are weird about money. I'm that way too. I mean, we're all a little, yeah. little strange at times about it. Uh, you have it in your mind, how you're doing things. And sometimes you get, uh, it's hard to put money at risk when you when you think of money in a checking account versus money invested in equities. That's two different kinds of money. You know, that's not cash money anymore. It's it's money that you would have to sell something to get to it, and it goes in a different slot in your mind. And people who manage money just by themselves are doing it with a committee of one. You know, I used to do that with all my thing, and then I'd let you guys take over my um, IRA, and it's actually gone up. <laughs> and I think. As opposed to, to what I was managing. <laughs> to what you were saying, Mike, you know, there's certain things in people's lives that they don't. Thank you. They don't like to go down that road on. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think about, um, you know, people when they start talking about a will, that's, that's thinking about death. You know, so they just mm -hmm. put it off and put it off until the old crap moment hits. And I go, oh, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, okay, we could better get this stuff put together. Um, 
You know, and I think with this, you know, the, the biggest thing you can do is because with cognitive decline, when it starts, first off, it doesn't stop. And second off, it can happen very, very rapidly. Um, you know, and you want to be in a position to make decisions and, and build that relationship as early as possible while you still fully have function and and logical reasoning behind things well and here's the other thing you look at uh the different tools that are out there now you, you look at how easy it is you know if somebody's self-managing um you know apps you know look look at robin hood you know how easy it is to set up margin on an account you know so you could have somebody that's been you know kind of a middle of the road balanced investor long period of time and you start having these cognitive issues and boom they're in they, they establish margin they get into riskier things i mean yeah. that can happen easy because the the technology is there and it's available I, I wonder how many people where somebody's managing their account use use margin versus somebody doing it themselves well i bet it's i bet it's 90 percent people doing it themselves versus Somebody managed probably, and, yeah. and that's another thing too. Is, is you have to be very, very cognizant of who you're picking to manage your money, and you have to have time to develop that relationship. Because, I mean, I hate to say it, but there are bad apples in the basket. You know, sure. there are people out there that take advantage of client money too, and and that's where you have to, as early as possible, find a person, develop a relationship, and build that trust. Hey, how many credit cards are in your wallet? The only card you need is the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card, which offers rates as low as 7.24% APR. When unexpected expenses arise, you need a credit card with options, like the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card with no annual fee and no balance transfer fee. Annual percentage rates apply, member qualifications apply, but the rate is variable and it applies to Visa or Platinum Card, subject to credit approval, and subject to change. For full disclosures, visit UKFCU.org, federally insured by NCUA. Better sleep means a better you. Mattress Firm's Rest Assured Promise guarantees you'll find your perfect bed from America's best brands. For a limited time, save up to $700 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets and get a $300 instant gift good toward sleep accessories. With our highly trained sleep experts and our low price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bed at the best price. Only at Mattress Firm, America's number one Tempur-Pedic retailer. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. I mean, it's very simple. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, powered by Dupree Financial Group. With the Dorsh Meshroom, Philip Sexton, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. A new variant has emerged. The woke virus is coming for everyone. Protect yourself with Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Start boosting your immune system weekdays, new to three. Make the smart decision. Inspired by Rush. Right here on 630 WLAP. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. Whenever I hear of an injured person hiring such and such a lawyer, I wonder, why'd they choose that law firm? Did they see the lawyer on a big billboard, a radio ad, or maybe an advertisement on television or the back of a bus? Maybe they just Googled it and clicked the first name that showed up. And then almost all the time, I worry. I worry if they know what that lawyer is really all about. Do they know when the last time that lawyer tried a personal injury case, or maybe if they ever even did? Does the lawyer have the resources to get the most for the client, or does the lawyer need the money more than the client does? And you'd be surprised to hear how many do. Here's my advice. Do your research. Results matter. Reputation matters. As the largest personal injury firm in America, there's really nothing like us. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. For the people.com. Now pound law on your cell. 
All cases handled by our Kentucky licensed attorneys. The pandemics reminded us we live in a sea of airborne germs that can assault us with every breath. Your nose is the body's first line of defense by helping filter out allergens, bacteria, and viruses before they reach your lungs. But like any air filter, the more clogged up it gets, the less it works. So how do you clean your nose? I'm Martin Hoke, and I didn't invent nasal irrigation. The neti pot's been around thousands of years. But I did invent Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. Navage uses powered suction to flush out mucus and germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you sick. Over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage has over 70,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars because it works and it's easy to use. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Now available with eucalyptus for a spa-like experience. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Did you know the arrow in Amazon's logo represents A to Z? Maybe the My Computer career logo should represent unemployed to employed. Ryan was out of work when he started classes in March. In September, he started his IT career working for Amazon, making more money than he ever thought possible. Here's a prime opportunity. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Our weekend is off and running with a threat for some showers and storms as a cold front is stationary across southern Kentucky. Temperatures, though, much, much better. Upper 70s, low 80s. Similar setup for your Sunday. It's not all the time rains. That may happen as we get into early next week with some moisture coming into town from Fred down out of the Gulf of Mexico. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Red State Barbecue Studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. I'm John Morgan of Morgan and Morgan. Whenever I hear of an injured person hiring such and such a lawyer, I wonder why'd they choose that law firm? Did they see the lawyer on a big billboard, a radio ad, or maybe an advertisement on television or the back of a bus? Maybe they just Googled it and clicked the first name that showed up. And then almost all the time, I worry. I worry if they know what that lawyer is really all about. Do they know when the last time that lawyer tried a personal injury case, or maybe if they ever even did? Does the lawyer have the resources to get the most for the client, or does the lawyer need the money more than the client does? And you'd be surprised to hear how many do. Here's my advice. Do your research. Results matter. Reputation matters. As the largest personal injury firm in America, there's really nothing like us. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. For the people.com. Dial pound law on your cell. All cases handled by our Kentucky licensed attorneys. For nearly 60 years, the General has been saving people money on their car insurance. With affordable rates and the ability to pick when you pay, the General understands that every dollar counts and wants to give you the flexibility you need in your busy life. For the coverage you deserve at prices you can afford, call 800-GENERAL, that's 800-GENERAL, or go to thegeneral.com and get your quote today. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. Some restrictions apply. 630 WLAP. Before his young manhood and reached its end. 
Back to the Tom Dupree Show with the Darsh Meshru, Philip Sexton, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree. Keep that playing a little bit. That's just mandolin and regular old slide guitar. I guess it's just a regular electric guitar with an open tuning or something. That usually, when they have a slide, it's not tuned to the regular thing on a, on a guitar, right? Sometimes it depends. Most of the time it's an open tuning. Yeah, because you'd still have to be fretting it. I mean, uh, well, if you were doing a slide, uh, some, it would be acting like a capo or something. Well, because you don't push down with a slide. Yeah, that's so true. You, so you, wouldn't it's, be, it's, you wouldn't be fretting it. It goes above the frets anyway. Okay. All right. When money is no object. Okay. Sure, using a credit card is easy, but paying with invisible money. Makes saving harder and spending easier. Well, I'll tell you for daggone sure that's true. <laughs> right. Uh, people behave differently when they saved and spent cold, hard cash. Now, this really leads to a discussion about money itself, which um, in many ways has, you know, it's been morphing for the 40-plus years I've been in this business. Uh, money has gotten faster in a sense, cheaper. Uh, it's not considered uh, sort of the sacrosanct thing as much as it once was. You know, we hear about a trillion-dollar, uh, uh, quote, infrastructure bill, which it's not really a trillion dollars in old-timey money, and it's probably not even infrastructure when you get right down to it. It's, But... Um, the thing of it is, um, you know, Neil Ferguson wrote a book called The Ascent of Money, and money is very much in everything in our society. More ubiquitous in many ways, and more things are charged for than ever were before, and yet it seems to have less value or less um, respect, if you will. I thought this would be an interesting discussion because <clears throat> what this article's making a case uh, for physical cash. Um, and it talks about, you know, when you used to, when you would save, you put it in a piggy bank or, you know, you get that, you, you there's a physical, uh, you know, you hear the money go into the bank. You cash hear was it physical. Ring. It was physical. Um, when you took money out of the piggy bank as a kid, you know, you had to break the piggy bank or do, open the piggy bank, do something. So when you spent cash, you're actually parting with a physical object. So yeah. while you get the immediate gratification of whatever you're buying, there's also that immediate feeling of loss that you're giving something. Um, and it talks about uh, even the cat ringing the register ringing the cash register right. there's a, a physical aspect to that you you see it go down the old-fashioned cash registers you hear that ringing of the register um so he, he's making the point that it's harder to save because it's easier to spend in today's uh, environment and that is true um but to the counterpoint of that i, I think what comes with that is he, he uses the example of a toll road, you know, used to, when you're driving, boom, you put 50 cents or whatever it was at the time in a toll toll booth going through, you stop, you put 50 cents in, you know, you spent 50 cents and then you get going again. He uses the example of he easy. lived in Kentucky. Yeah. It's a hell of a lot more expensive up east. He, uh, it's like 15 bucks each time. Yeah. But he used the example of Easy Pass, which is now yeah. uh, where you just you don't stop, you just go. And let's say it charges a dollar fifty or whatever it is when you're going through. Well, you don't know what you just spent. Nope. 
But how much more commerce and how much quicker are things done because of that? So before you were driving at 60, you had to stop, put the money in, go, and then speed up again. So you had this go, stop uh, event. Now it's just 60 miles an hour, boom, you drive through, you paid, but it's a, you're, you're going. Stuff is happening quicker. I'll give you an example that's happened really in the last 15 years. Sticking your credit card in the gas pump at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Used to be you always had to go inside and pay. You would, uh, and there was that, you had drive-offs, you know, because of the fact that the it was kind of an honor system from pumping the gas to walking in and paying. People would get free gas and then drive off. You can't do that now. You cannot get free gas without going into the thing. And they still want your credit card to hold it. And if it's got a slot on there, the only way they're going to dispense gas is you put your credit card in there. The clerk inside the store doesn't have to deal with selling you the gas, running your credit card. She can sell more lottery tickets, which we know is really profitable. Right. Or whatever she wants, you know, more Reese cups. Yeah. But she doesn't have to sell gasoline, he or she. And and so it's just, it's speeded things up. It, it, it's, it's sped things up. It's made it more efficient. Uh, you look at even, you know, taking it a step further, you know, uh, the way stocks are held now versus stock certificate or bonds oh, yeah. when you had physical bonds. And you're talking about before, you know, clipping the coupons uh, from bonds. Well, I had a client, once again, will remain nameless. This uh, gentleman liked to buy municipal bonds. He had a, a lockbox right over here at the bank next door to us. It was the largest lockbox they had. Um, he had a number of bearer bonds in that lockbox. When you sold him some bonds, you had to bring the bonds down there and meet him You can reduce your auto loan rate with UK Federal Credit Union. We offer low auto loan rates so that you can refinance and earn a 1% cash rebate on the amount financed. You can apply at UKFCU.org at the dealer or at any of our six locations. It's UKFCU. It's banking only better. Member qualifications apply. Existing UKFCU loans not eligible for rebate. Maximum cash rebate of $1,000. Full disclosures at UKFCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. At the bank, he didn't want him in his office because, you know, he didn't want to risk having to take him from his office to the bank and potentially losing them, having somebody pull a gun on him and steal him or whatever, knowing that he had those bonds. He would meet you at the bank. He would pay you for the bonds, write you a check then and there. And if, it, if you didn't have the bonds by settlement date, you had a problem. Back then, settlement was... T plus five. So you would usually have a chance to get the bonds by settlement day. So, you know, and that's how he did. And then he would write them down in this book and he kept them in his uh, lockbox. Yeah. And what I'd say to the person that was writing the article, you know, embrace the technology that's available now. Um, Yes, it's true. It's easier to spend. It's also easier to save. If you embrace the technology, you look at, auto contributions to 401ks, 403bs, retirement plans, IRAs, Roth IRAs, investment accounts. It's very, very easy to set up an, a recurring contribution to those. Right. If you embrace it in any, if you're, if it's physical, if it's electronic, it all requires discipline either way you go. So embrace the technology Set up everything that you can on auto pay, auto uh, contribution, and it, it, when it's autopilot, you don't have to think about it every single time, and it just happens. As um, long as your cognition holds out. Yes. Yeah. And when I say auto, I don't mean the investments, because if, if it's just on uh, autopilot on, on the investments, then you're asking for problems. Well, what if you're just dollar cost averaging into a mutual fund, though? 
Well, it depends on depends on a number of things. How old you are? Uh, oh. If it's you know a four hundred one k four hundred three b where you have the employer match, well, it's going to be a mutual fund, um, oh. and but you need and that's going to be autopilot. That'll be autopilot, but you can still direct it to some extent, but the autopilot portion is the contribution. So he, he's making the point on the cash itself, you know, how someone treats the money that's coming in is is how, how they save it, how they spend it. Um, with technology, you can keep more of your money and actually get it working and compounding. Well, you know, it talks about, the, the piggy bank thing and, and, you know, breaking the piggy bank. And I think Tom in the, in the first segment uh, said something rather interesting that I think goes with this too. And that if you start a auto contribution or something and you start a retirement account and, and saving for retirement, but then you put some effort into either a um, investment selection or B advisor selection, then represents something very similar in that you talked about, you know, cash in your checking account versus cash and investments. Well, you don't, it it hurts to sell something like that, you know, for for something, if you want to buy a couch or buy a new car or something like that, you're less likely to go in and sell your retirement account or do something like that because you've invested time and effort um into that selection to where you know that you're giving up a piece of your future at that point yeah i mean you know as i i agree with uh you know mike that you know i, I think the author is just jason's week he's just being nostalgic yeah you know uh, yeah. there is a lot of utility to not having physical cash apart from just the fact that there's less theft you know, you don't lose it like you can physical cash. Uh, There's a problem because everything's so physical or unphysical now, virtual. It's so much easier for the Fed to just flood the system with fake money because money doesn't mean anything anymore. It's not, it's not physical. Therefore, you can, you don't have to go out and make it. It just you just create it. That, that, that's true, yes. Uh, and that would bec- become uh, a serious danger if the Fed was just creating it and just handing it out to people. That, I mean, that's not happening yet. Uh, but, I mean, yes, that, that is also an extension of, uh, you know, just using technology to create cash, which in the past they would have to do physically. If you go even before uh, that, you know, people used things like gold, uh, which was even harder to transport and, you know, harder to store and save. So, I, I, I mean, I, I think this is just a technological improvement, which is also improving the, the lives of people overall. I've even heard people say that the gold, GLD ETF doesn't really <laughs> have gold behind it. You know, they, they it's a derivative or something. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard that too. And uh, they're audited so I mean, if you have no faith at all in the system, then maybe. But GLD is audited. <laughs> yeah, but when they create a bunch of new shares, they have to go out and buy more gold. They, they have to, yes, and right. otherwise they cannot create those shares. Enron was audited too. That, that's <laughs> oh, that was good. No, and and I agree. Yes. Um, so there's yeah, there's obvious scope for uh, yeah. you know fraud. Uh, you know, that's uh, I just want to talk a little bit about Enron. So I was with a large brokerage firm. You know, the stock was at its high in the 80s or something. Kept dropping, kept dropping. They maintained a buy rating on it. Got down to nine bucks a share, down from 80-something. They still had a buy rating. That stock was so well-loved throughout the street, and it showed the corrupted system all the way through when a major big eight at the time accounting firm, Arthur Anderson, uh, you know, basically audited the financials and said that it was clean. But what they didn't audit was the things that were off balance sheet. Now, I'm not sure how something is off balance sheet at all, because if they own it, 
It's got to ultimately be on balance sheet. Something that's off balance sheet theoretically should not be able to affect your financial performance because it's not part of your balance sheet. But there must have been some obligation that ultimately where it came back to go from off balance sheet to on balance sheet because it it destroyed the company. But it shook up the uh, financial accounting controversy behind it of course it gave rise to the sarbanes-oxley which you know means that if you lie on your financials uh whether you're an auditor or cfo cfo or something you can actually be shot and killed (laughs) oh that's not true but you can just about you know you certainly in a financial sense you can you can you can go to go to prison so right and uh, WorldCom also around the same time. Yeah. You know, that was a big accounting scandal. But It was huge. Right around 99, I think. Right. Yeah, before the bust. And uh, it, it's interesting, you know, a lot of these scandals happen when there's euphoria in the market where people are just not willing. And this obviously even applies to people who are supposed to be in charge, the regulators or whatever. The, the times were so good that they thought they would get away with it. Yeah, they do. Uh, even look at the during the financial crisis right. on mortgages and the rating right. agencies. Right. right. Yeah, that was a time of euphoria with houses. Right. And same thing happened. The rating agencies are never wrong. I mean, they uh, they're not to blame for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right. Well, it's it's the fear of up of upsetting the apple cart and what happens. Sure. On the back end of that, you know, because you may see it and you say, well, if we do this. <laughs> We're going to cause the biggest meltdown. You know, that's that would be the the rating agencies. If we do this, we're going to cause the biggest meltdown in the history of, yeah. you know. Jesus in the table with the money changers. Let, let's, uh, let's, fig- like, let's make this is a bad else. system. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, nah, yeah. it was bad. It was, it was, you know, and you can trace a lot of it straight back to countrywide, which nobody ever did any prison time that I know of that, uh, Okay, um, working moms, moms are neglecting 401k rollovers. Why advisors should help? So a lot of people will leave a job. They will have participated in the 401k plan. They might have a few thousand dollars or maybe more in this 401k plan of this old company. And it's easy to kind of let it be because you are getting a statement showing you've got the money. Sometimes it's invested in a S&P 500 kind of fund. And if the market's going up, it looks like it's doing well. But the problem is the money's really not being managed. It's not part of your management, so to speak. And there can be a problem with that. I think there's there's a lot to be said about this and that the just the lack of um, – oversight on these these plans like you said tom if you go to three or four different jobs and you've got you know four different 401ks well when it's all said and done what are the fees you're paying for those you know for the the investments inside those 401ks what's the overlap between all four of them you know you you really could end up either a costing yourself a lot of money or losing out on potential investment returns, which then extends your working lifetime. Um, you know, and, and that's just, it, it's as simple as if, if you don't treat your, if you don't treat your retirement and your, your financial goals with the importance, um, that they deserve, then they're not going to work for you. Well, I'll tell you what else it does. It, the likelihood of cashing it out, you know, closing the account, taking a distribution is much greater if you have, you know, all these smaller 401ks. You say, well, I'm not even going to worry about that. It's only X amount of money. I'm just going to cash it out. Send me a check. Well, if you're under 59 and a half, you're paying, you know, penalty, taxes. And so 
doing that several times over the course of your career could be very expensive uh, when you compound compound that out to what it could have been, what's your opportunity cost. You know, if you would have just consolidated as those 401ks came rather than cashing it out, paying the penalty, paying the taxes, um, you know, it could have, it could have amounted to something significant. Yeah. Because when you put, like we said previously, when you put effort into a decision of, of that magnitude, then again, you set yourself up for better, better chances of success because mm-hmm. you're not going to make those decisions like that where, Oh, I'd rather just pay uh 30% in taxes on this money right now, than let it compound it, you know, annually and there may not be anybody there telling you either hey don't don't do that i recommend it which parlays right into what i was going to say if you have any questions about your 401k or 403b plan you can always send us an email at info at dupreefinancial.com you can also send us a chat message on the homepage of our website And for that matter, if you have any questions you'd like answered on the show, we'd love to hear from you. Send us uh, an email or a chat. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. He went to the bed. I took the vaccine. The new normal. It's all tied in. I don't understand. So now what? As the world endures the pandemic. Force kindergartners to wear masks in school. Life is constantly changing. Releasing people who have tested positive into the general population. We're keeping you informed with the latest updates. It is extremely important. At the top, 30 minutes past, and when it breaks. It is a very high priority. On News Radio 630, WLAP. Hi, this is Marcy Ansley, Executive Director at the Hearing and Speech Center. Our Birdies for Sound Beginnings Golf Scramble is on Monday, September 27th at the University Club of Kentucky's Big Blue Course. This golf scramble is a great way to support the center's mission to teach children with hearing, speech, and language impairments to listen and talk. Get more info about the event, sponsorships, and register your team at bidpal.net slash hscgolf. That's bidpal.net slash hscgolf. Kentucky football is back and ready for Big Blue Nation to fill Kroger Field this fall. Make your plans now to be there in person for every special Saturday we've been waiting for. Season ticket packages start at just $199. Find information on season tickets, mini plans, and more by visiting UKFootballTix.com. UKFootballTix.com. Find the entire schedule plus kickoff times at UKAthletics.com or by following UK Football on social media. Go Big Blue! Hey, how many credit cards are in your wallet? The only card you need is the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card, which offers rates as low as 7.24% APR. When unexpected expenses arise, you need a credit card with options, like the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card with no annual fee and no balance transfer fee. Annual percentage rates apply, member qualifications apply, but the rate is variable and it applies to Visa Platinum Card, subject to credit approval, and subject to change. For full disclosures, visit UKFCU.org, federally insured by NCUA.